listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check him out. Original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also coming soon to Evergreen Podcasts. Well, it ends in Kansas City oh, for our beloved Browns as they fall 22-17 to to the Super Bowl champs. A painful loss for all of us Browns fans. We're going to break down every snap. <laughs> I don't want to, Andy. Tackle. We'll talk about that, too. Some of the missed tackles. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. And Johnny Manziel. We're going to talk about a post-game tweet. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny, that fucking Johnny Manziel. Yeah, that guy. That guy. That guy living with his parents and never took the Browns to the playoffs, nor did he win a playoff game. Oh, I'm already aggravated. Well, as the Browns marketing department slogan says, we certainly wanted more. But what a great ride, man. This is just a great ride for your 2020 on the right track, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Today's show will be focused more on the game. On Friday, we'll do a celebration show. So for those of you wondering today, we're going to get into the X's and O's. We're going to dive deep. Friday will be a lot more. Crack the beer. Get into the weekend show. But let's get into Sunday. Because I want to start this off. This has been a wonderful year. It's been great. Love this the whole thing up until yesterday. Yesterday sucked awful, but okay. Everything else is fine. All right, so let's get to yesterday. Yesterday was one of those games where we've been talking about how we've seen the Browns improve and they've improved. We've seen all these different things throughout the year and they have, but some things really reared their head and I thought a couple plays really stood out to me. I love Nick Chubb. You will never hear someone defend more Nick Chubb than I will. Those two drop passes on those back-to-back plays I thought really set the tone. It's 13-3. The Browns are driving. They had a holding call. Yeah. And then chub drop, chub drop. And I really thought after that moment, the Browns really it just it just felt and then Mayfield had the ball batted down. He caught it. I thought that series of plays really summed it up and Chubb dropping it. And the other thing that Jared and I talked about, and there's many other things in this game. They the Browns came out tight. That showed up in that play. There, I thought Stefanski had a weird game that showed up throughout the game yeah. because we did not see Kareem Hunt until middle of third quarter, which was bizarre. That was wrong. Right. The last thing, though, that you know, I'm really going to harp on, especially more on Friday and and some today, the tackling in space in the middle of the upfront for the Browns and their speed on defense really lacked. In this game, you could feel the Chiefs' speed. And the Browns could not tackle in space all year. And Kelsey, and especially Hill, did whatever they wanted. And that, if we're getting to the game itself, those were the, watching it again and going through things today, those are the things that really stood out. Those two chub drops yeah. and, and that in tackling in space. Jared, it was just alarming again in this game. There were times alarming where alarming tackling in the backfield <laughs> should and could have happened. Um, and where there were missed tackles um, that would end up going for a four, five, six-yard gain when you thought they were going to take a one- or two-yard loss. The fact that Daryl Williams rushed 13 times for 78 yards and was averaging six per carry is just unexcusable. And we have seen this, Andy, throughout the entire season where the Browns up the middle, for some odd reason, 
were just Can't let they just don't stop the run. Just don't Can't stop. Do and it. it doesn't matter Can't. who's Can't. running. Can't. Can't do it. Oh, it's it, it, it's like a virus. It is like a complete virus. And again, they make I've guys been... look good who are average at best. Painful, <laughs> painful, Andy. And then you know you you knew and you expected Tariq Hill and Travis Kelsey both to get their catches, to get their touches, and to and to you know have hundred yard games. You knew you weren't going to necessarily stop that. And the Browns look defensively we can praise them all day because that second half they only allowed three points bravo wonderful kept the game in play for cleveland on offense i just andy it's just a tough one to swallow it just is it's going to drive me nuts all off season you know it's going to drive the team nuts throughout the entire off season you can already hear it in in the quotes and everything that you saw today in the press conferences with coach Stefanski, with baker with nick chubb but again, it's going to eat at them, but they're also very much focused on next season. This has left all of us ready for 2021, like right now. Like, is the draft over with yet? Are we there yet? Can we start? Um, we're going to have some things to, to, to hash out later and in other episodes, especially when it comes to the Browns wide receivers and things like that down the road. Um, but again, Baker didn't have a terrible game. Uh, I thought he by far played. He played a good, solid game. One interception, one bad inter- and it was bad. It was bad. But you know what? But, but other than that, I mean, really, really played well. Matt yeah. Bruning, good friend of the show, still not over it. I know. And that was my next point. The Browns weren't ready. I, I I felt that at the very end. I hate saying this. The Chiefs were the better team, and that's probably true. They're Super Bowl champs. They're faster, more prepared. Yeah. They just are the better team right now. The Browns weren't ready. But here's why I agree with Matt. And I agree with my buddy over there who felt this way. And I felt this way too throughout the day. The Browns had a chance to win that fucking game. Eight minutes, eight minutes, down five, they had the ball. Yeah. And it's frustrating because we all know in our gut, here we go. Here we go. When Carl Joseph caught that ball, we all felt that way. Watching those plays again, though. The Browns really never got it going on that drive. Even the even the fourth and one, um, they got it. But that that drive, you never felt they were never in rhythm in that last drive. It just the the credit the Chiefs, and I hate doing it. The Chiefs on that last drive played like a Super Bowl type defense, and that's what we needed the Browns to do. And they just never had it. And that's the difference in this game. The Chiefs, when they had to flex their muscles, got tough got inside and did things that really make it compact and it made it impossible. Another thing in this game that I alluded to that I got hit harder, and I heard Gerard Chari say it, so he and I are in the same wavelength. Browns came out very weirdly tight in this game. And it's the first time all year Stefanski didn't look rattled, but look a little, I don't know, it looked like the sideline at times overpowered him, and you really saw that in that one timeout in the final drive too. Well, and, I, and, and that was another thing. Timeouts in, this, in the second half were a little wonky. It was little, scary little early because that first drive, the Chiefs made their presence felt. They rushed. They they went right down the field. They scored. Bing bang boom. And the only thing you could say that was good about that was okay, they missed an extra point, so that's that's nice. But it was scary to see them score as fast as they did. Oh my God! As fast. fast as they did, 
Now, granted, you go to the end, you look at the stats and you look at what happened throughout the game and you realize actually, you know, time of possession was pretty even for these teams. Um, almost 30 minutes apiece for both of them throughout the game. But still, watching that first drive, you thought you were in for it. Now, the Browns hung in there and they got a field goal the next, you know, their their time coming down. The biggest bummer that they couldn't take advantage of throughout the game, in my opinion, is the end of the first half and the first possession of the second half. Because that is where a, a, a team that <laughs> maybe with a little more playoff experience doesn't waste the opportunity to bang, bang, score twice. And the Browns did. And they did it in the very most painful way that you have seen throughout this entire season. And that was with Rashard Higgins taking a bonk on the head in a call that will eat at me for the rest of my life and knock the ball out through the back of the end zone. And what a wonderful rule by the NFL. Touchback, Chiefs ball. Fuck, I was so upset, Andy. So I know everyone is. I'm still dwelling on that play. I'm just not happy about it. I'm just not. Here's there's there's here's the thing. There's a, there's a couple of things. I know. Helmet to helmet is bad. Very. The thing that bothers me about that play though the most, the Browns had opportunities to get back in that game, and Kansas City missing that kick at 19-3. When I texted Jared, I go, when Mayfield threw the pick and it was inside 30, my game over. Like this, yeah. wrap it up. Like, yeah. The, yeah. forget it. Gift wrap. When they missed that kick, they yeah. had the opportunity. Those no, plays right. hurt, but the Browns had chances to come back in this they game. I want to jump ahead to friend of show, Nicole. You just tell Sydney, this is a personal, I'm going to give a personal shout out. She lives right down the road here in Cheshire. Sydney, you're my categories player. I haven't seen you all year in 2021, but I'm going to see you soon. You better remember <laughs> the Browns bandwagon's plenty, plenty, plenty big. And you can hop on anytime you want, girl. Yeah. And Cindy, I have been practicing my categories with Cameron Billman. And Cameron Billman has been asking how you're doing. He says hi. Poor Sydney is a Patriots fan. She's got a she's got a rough she's got a rough road ahead and she doesn't she doesn't realize this confused kid. Nicole's a lovely, pretty girl, and she's just brainwashing her with stupidity. Well, I know. It happens. It's, it's it's in a water of um. It's That's in right. water. Here's a secret. Months. My wife's a Patriots fan, but <laughs> but she but I was falling asleep, and guess what she was doing last night? Watch yeah. it, watching Tampa Bay. That's oh, what she was God. doing. I'm so done. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, knock Tampa Bay out, please. Packers just knock them out. Oh, knock NFC NFC's repping all the old guys, all the old guys this yeah. year, and and uh, and the AFC's repping all the young guys at quarterback. That's that's what we're seeing right now. Damian Fuchella, especially Taki Taki, could have had the drive at three and long but missed a tackle. Yes. That Chad Henney, third and 14, bothers me more than anything I saw. Because I was anything like, where I is saw. everybody? Where, what, and, and again, that is the play. Thank you. Chad Henney. Where was Henney, everybody? Third and 14. Third and 14. It's Chad Henney. Chad Henney. Michigan killed us again. Wolverine running wild. God bless it. Chad Henney. Chad fucking Henney. Let me just say this. Okay, I'm I'm done with... Okay, I'm going to go off now. Here's my one angry Browns rant. I don't want to hear anything positive about Joe Woods for a little while. Don't want to hear about... He's, he didn't have as many players. You don't understand. There's going to be a the, the, the new free agency. He needs to prove some things to me next year. 
I did not see a lot of creativity. <clears throat> I did not see things this year. It's like I told Jared multiple times during the game, you know, you can blitz. It's Andy, okay we talked about this and we talked about I, it last I mean, night. The whole first half, you wondered, why are they playing zone? Why are they only bringing four? Why are they not making Mahomes feel uncomfortable? Especially when his toe just, started to hurt. Just just rush the just quarterback. Just rush the quarterback. Rush the quarterback. Here's the thing that Joe Woods has. All right, here it is. I know this is going to piss people off. So fancies our coach. I love him and he's here to stay. He needs to give up play calling to focus more on defense and special teams. The Browns defense and special teams is not elite. I think their offense is already there. It needs some fine tuning. The defense and special teams for the Browns needs to be focused on the offseason. And he needs to focus on that. It's not just on Joe Woods either. This comes to Stefanski. This defense needs some help. And, and Larry Ogunjobi, loved you. Take care. Not coming back. Some of these guys, like, love you. Take care. Not coming back. Um, I mean, that offense um, – one more time, Jared. This defense on third and 14 will – oh, and and can, Ebron, Kelsey, the kid from Baltimore, we can't cover a fucking tight end? It's been years. I mean, come on. Come across the middle. God damn. I, I know. Mean, we just can't. I know. If it's, I, I mean, if, oh my, these, t- need a career day, be a tight end in Cleveland. We'll give it to you. Uh, Luke Schuster. This All is day. actually, this is Luke's young, uh, his son that's made this comment. And he says, the difference between us and Kansas City is new coach, new system. We'll be there next year with a full year. All fair. Uh, Friday. Off Absolutely. Of, uh, Isaac, Friday, call, All day, brother. Friday, All day, brother. That's next year. And you're right. In this game, though, our young coach, who I love, had some moments that weren't good. Weird timeouts. Had, bad, had bad, weird use, timeouts. bad use of the timeouts in the second. Challenge the wrong pass play. Didn't give the ball to Kareem Hunt until a third quarter? Whoa. Whoa. Jar- Jarvis Landry caught the ball seven times for 20 yards. Seven times 20 yards. I mean, the, I, I again, he's great. He's our guy. This team, I said this, I'm going to say it again too. How many times? Third and four, three yards. You know, third and six, four yards. I mean, I counted. It. it happened at least four or five times. You when The Browns got away with this most times because against teams that are normal, you can get yak yards after catch and get the first down. In elite games against elite teams, said Chiefs, said Bills, by the way, mm. would have been would have been said something else too. You cannot go two-yard outs on third and four. Cannot do it. Can't do it. You got to be big in big games. And when you have Kareem Hunt, who looked great whenever he did touch the ball, give him the ball. Give him more in the game. Give him the ball. It's the first time I love Stefanski. He'll figure this out. But in this game, it was bad. It's like he almost said, I'm not going to give Kareem Hunt the ball. It's like, why would you not? This is the one time he's going to want to prove why. He knows. And Stefanski's stewing in it today. I mean, his comments today were... Which play would you like to read? You know, which play do you regret or most, or would you like to take back the most yesterday? And he said, every one that didn't work. <laughs> so he knows. He knows there's a pile of them. He knows there's a handful of them that did not work. 
because he was just doing things that, again, Andy, I, where was Kareem Hunt? He's coming in. He's coming in with a chip on his shoulder. How do you not use that? Those intangibles, those, those moments are when you need to tap into the emotion of the game. Analytics. And use it. Analytics has got to become more what Francona sees. And I bet you Stefanski will learn that. I really, I mean this. I bet you Stefanski's going to learn that. And that's why I want to strive. He has got to put more focus into defense and special teams. Because the special teams, bleh, and, and defense was just holding glue with turnovers. And the holding glue, mean, got washed out badly on Sunday. If finally, if Jared, it finally had to happen, you know, one Ravens game, it got really exposed on Monday night, and we kind of blew past it because it was such a wonderful game, and it got just blown the fuck up on Sunday, three o'clock in Kansas City. It was bad. It was bad. And, you know, and again, like, just you just know we have chances. And again, COVID played a part because Denzel Ward didn't look right. Gar- God, I love Miles Garrett. He hasn't been right since he's been back. It's just evident. Larry Ogunjobi, love you. He looks old. Richardson really has not played well in the last three or four games. Kevin Johnson stunk. Talkie Talkie finally had a bad game, so I'm not going to get on him. But he did play bad. He had he had a bad game. Nope. He did. But Talkie Talkie's been very good up until yesterday, but he did play. He did play poor. All right, let's get some of these comments. Let's see if we can pick up our energy. Matt, never know if we'll be back here again. Mahomes, we have Mahomes 19. Um, I, you're right, Matt. That's held, why this loss stings. 19 points, yep. You're right. I will say, though, I think they'll be back. Luke again. The difference between, oh, yeah, we already did this comment. My bad. Drew Salt, good friend. How you doing, Drew? What's up, Drew? Who, who's the top free agent you guys want us to get? I would, I, I know where Jared's singing linebacker, not to speak for Jared. I would love, now that I've watched this game, our dude Taylor, the draft D pick, rated highest in pro football focus. Center defensive tackle, yeah, or defensive end is my choice. Linebacker's fine too, but I just want something strong and powerful. Well, I'm with you because I, 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 you know, you thought we were going to have the two headed beast of Vernon and and Garrett, and that all got jacked up this season for multiple reasons. You liked what you saw later on from Vernon. I'm with you, Andy. I've actually moved in my mind, free agent wise and, and thought to myself, I'm good for another pass rusher. I'm good for another pass rusher. I am. You need one bad, um, bad. Yeah. Because bad. way too much time in the pocket. Wait. I mean, it's Damon. And Fuchella. don't forget you've got, and don't forget we've got greedy Williams and we really need Delpit to work out. Delpit. Delpit I know Delpit is a I, big draft pick that has got to work out. And Goodson was playing well before. Yeah, good, Goodson will be okay. I'm not. Yeah, yeah BJ yeah. Goodson will be fine. Well, uh, Damon, I, 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 I'm telling you, I the analytical defense that Joe yeah, does. Damon Fuchilla. I'm, I'm done with. I'm done with too. And they'll bring six to the line, and they'll pull strings back. And why would you, you rush know, three I, and drop I, eight? I, I don't. I don't mind it sometimes, but there's other times where it's like, God damn, fucking send five. Get crazy. Maybe do a Buddy Ryan send six or seven. I don't know. I mean, I just, I just don't understand how we can just keep saying, "Well, we're 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 trying." Like we just on the players. It's like okay, but 
My God. I mean, how many times are you not going to get a pass rush and just be like, okay, I guess that's it. How many times do you see Miles Garrett get triple team? Like, well, we're only going to send two other guys. That's it. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Well, because instead of trying to send more guys to disrupt, they're just trying to move Miles around on that line so that he can get off of those doubles and triples. And clearly that isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, EJ. I, you know, I was going to bring this stat up. In our loss, 37 pass attempts to 22 on the run. That never equates well in Browns land. And it did not in this game either. Kevin Atkins, good friend of the show. How you doing, Kevin? What's Can't up, wait Kevin? for next year. First time I can remember the draft wasn't the most anticipated thing this time of year. Kevin agree. We will be doing this all day Friday. We're going to um, relive this game today, but you're right. All the, day Friday, you're exactly We got to mention correct. this, too. Uh, now that Kevin's bringing up the draft, I know there's a lot of folks that have spent money on hotel rooms in Cleveland for this NFL draft this season, uh, this coming season. And I'm a little bit worried. I think we need to pay attention to that because they're already putting the restrictions out there regarding the combine and regarding some stuff like that. I'd be, uh, that's going to be another issue down the road that we're going to have to talk about. I think 20, I think you're looking at a different draft. <clears throat> of course, when it comes to Cleveland, we're dealing with this. I, I'm hey, such this, a, I know, look, I'm a wet blanket today. I, I'm hey, sorry, uh, I get yeah, it. I'm miserable. And I'm also, I ripped out all this damn sub floor up the house today. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. I'm hey, tired, the Browns are on their I'm way. upset. Okay, uh, you know what? Let's do a couple more comments. I'm going to get to one positive. There's a couple positives yesterday. There were. There Damian, were. not enough contribution from the special teams this year. I, Damian, Prefer had a great win in, in Pittsburgh. Yep. Happy for him. Didn't know he was lucky at Clevelander. We have got to do much better on special teams just making extra points does not fucking cut it dearness johnson saying hey you return to the 30 does not cut it need excitement and energy please i don't want to hear about these Special teams guru shit. I, I I don't even know. Look, uh, I mean, just especially rushing three. Yeah, we yeah we hit upon that again too. Look, uh here's the two positives. Baker Mayfield outside of one pass really played well, and I loved his comments after the game. And I pulled some quotes. I really enjoyed his comments after the game. Quote: yeah. It sucks because so many people have sacrificed so much during the process in this very strange season and overcome adversity. But trying to find a positive out of it, we're setting a new standard here. Everybody's saying this in this locker room, that we will be back. And that is something Kevin Atkins is saying, and I know that's something that Isaac is saying, and some of these other Whose quote was that? He's, we will be back next year. We, oh, I was asking we, whose quote that was. Mayfield. Mayfield. Okay. Baker. Baker was very, very... I thought... Ba- See, that's the thing. Loves yeah. Stefanski's post-game interview. Love Mayfield's post-game interview. Love Nick Chubb's post-game interview. He took this loss really hard. These guys took it so, so personally. And we're all knowing that they're on their way. But they realize there's an opportunity to be had here. Here's the other big positive that we're going to do more on Friday, but I'll do one more in this game. I've been very hard on this young man, and he played wonderful. David Njoku had the game of his life. He showed up, strapped it on, 
and really, really, really played well. And, and that- after watching, yeah, after after watching him over the past couple of weeks, I had a feeling, Andy, that he was going to be a big part of this game today. We talked about it. We talked about it. And he was. He played well. David Njoku looked good. Yeah. Looked confident, ran strong, ran hard, wanted to score, looking to do big things in big spots, wanted to hit the home run. Just, I, I again, I just, I just think in all these worlds that we live in, and there's so much to be down on, there, uh, there are, and more on Friday, but like David Njoku, and ba- but especially Baker Mayfield, obviously, but David Njoku proves a point. These guys are getting better. That was a guy who had old Browns, no hope, cut bait, take care, see a peace out, and they were going to go do with, uh, things like we saw Emmanuel Ogba do last year for the Chiefs and other guys do. They stuck with him, they played him out, and they braised him up to be a good tight end in a big spot. And Joku is exciting. A guy that wanted to be out of here at the beginning yes. of the season. A guy that was throwing his attitude around. And look how much that's changed. Unbelievable. He became very focused on the team as time went on. He worked on getting those hands better and holding on to the ball. And it all paid off for him yesterday. He oh, looked really great. good. God, he, he was looked great. really good. He was a star. Uh yeah. Hooper's catch sick on fourth down. <laughs> I was just gonna bring that one up. <laughs> that was a sick Hooper's catch was like the catch of oh, the year for God, the, like you did. thought that catch that you thought that was one of those that's a sign yeah. the Browns are gonna pull this out. I know. <laughs> I know. Um okay so let's get into some of the other things in the game that yeah, I, I yeah I I was going to bring up the Mac Wilson stuff. Okay, good. There's controversy there. I was going to go there too. Yeah. Andy, Mac Wilson, there was nothing wrong with that hit. That was a, that was a legal hit. By the way, he only played 10 snaps. I was curious. I thought he really played well in those 10 snaps. Pro football focus rated him the highest player in the Browns yesterday. Wilson played, he only played 10. He played really well in those 10 snaps. And he needed a good game yesterday. Um, and there was nothing wrong with that. Now, we know that that Pat Mahomes' mom went on Twitter and called him out and said it was a dirty play. And actually, only a couple of hours ago, a day later, Mac responded to her. Mac said, look, I'm sorry. Didn't try to hurt your, yeah. your boy. Not This game is dangerous. We all go out there and risk our lives playing this game. I was not trying to do anything to hurt him. I just want to be as good as him one day. So I'm working hard. And then he also told her, so why don't you mind your own business? (laughs) He squeezed that in there, which for me, it was fitting because him and Pat Mahomes, they had their comments on on Twitter yesterday um, showing that there's no love lost there, that they they uh, that that Mahomes doesn't blame him, knows it wasn't dirty. Mac Wilson responded. uh, And I and and there were other comments and conversations between Chiefs players and Browns players yesterday that. I liked I, I liked the respect for one another that they had. And it was weird because at times during the game, there were some testy moments. There was some some attitudes back and forth normal after playoffs. that game. Normal, exactly. Normal it though. looked like it looked like this, all that. This was not it was, this was not Steelers Browns. No, not this, one this, bit. This was much more tamed. I don't blame Mahomes' mother. That's a mother looking for a son. I, well, Travis, I mean, Kelsey said it too. And well, Kelsey's ma- and, different. And, 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 well, Kelsey's different. <laughs> that, and Kelsey's wrong too. No, no, he is. Like, 
Here's here's where I come off. Where I will be a little salty, but I'll be a little salty. I don't like the Chiefs tweeting out shit when they did the helmet to helmet hit and calling him Dirty Dan. That crap. Oh, bothered and me that's a lot. my point. Oh, that's that, bad. And that, it's bad that it's still up. Nah, so the official Chiefs, the official Chiefs Twitter account, posted a video of the hit. Of the hit on Rashard Higgins, referred to the guy as Dirty Dan, and they just left that shit up there like no big with deal. With a wry emoji it's a, it's smile? a bad look. With a wry emoji it's smile? A, I mean, this... It's a, bad, it's, a, it's a bad look for the Chiefs. It's a bad look for whoever runs their social media. Um, working in this business with social media for 15 years, I can tell you right now, that's that's the fact that they've left it up there means somebody is okay with it and that is not good not good the nfl should tell them to take it down it's ugly they're not going to suspend the guy either for the play but they are going to look into fining so, mom i i do I, I, I can't believe i'm saying this i don't know if i care i really don't because i i, yeah, I, I, don't I want the flag <laughs> i don't want the fine i don't want yeah no that's I mean, no we talk about this all the time yeah i don't want that doesn't do us any good now no. i mean that, that wasn't the only play no that wasn't the only play Lots of holding calls that weren't weren't called. Lots of, I mean, the same typical bullshit. Uh, weird spots on the ball, like spotting the ball in very strange places where the, clearly the ball had another yard, whatever. There was a time where I think the Browns had a third and one where it should have been first down, closer to the goal, where it just, it didn't make any sense. And again, this goes back to, I don't know why they aren't challenging this stuff. Yeah. I know you can't challenge the hit on Higgins. I understand that. But they the, the challenges and that was just it was weird yesterday for Stefanski. That that was just not not it, well it, done it was not, regarding was the not challenges a, and the timeouts. It was the first time all year was not a crisp sideline. Was, was I not, will was say this crisp. even without a crisp sideline, Andy, going for it on uh, that fourth and eight punting was probably the right call oh, because Henny was the quarterback. I am not right. mad at that. I, I I in my mind I I would say it's a 50-50 call. Um, could have, it's a coin flip. I'm okay with either way at that point, maybe 55, 45 punt the ball. Um, but I'm chomping at the bit because someone wrote something today in the athletic that really chided me and I'm going to defend coach now. They, they call it kind of called him gutless. Here's the thing I will say about that. It wasn't gutless. It, it was not. He said, it didn't show any guts is what he said. So here's what I said. How many minutes were, there was still like six minutes left. I agree clock, with you. Here's it? the thing I would say. How in the hell? Do you think Chad Henney is going to get two first downs? Punt the ball. Punt the ball. Punt the ball. And then someone brought up a stat. I think it was Jason Lloyd brought up a stat saying, hey, you know, but look at that. You, you'll never get three and outs. But it's like, Jason, but when do you ever get a fourth and nine? I mean, when do you ever get a fourth and nine where the Browns have really outside of like outstanding catches by Hooper, it hasn't been like an easy experience going for a fourth down. I just thought that has been overanalyzed way too much. Punt the ball. Stop Chad Henney on third and 14. If you do that, no one talks about the punt. Stop Chad Henney. And I and I don't know who said it again. I think it was Damien. Yeah, no more fucking rushing three guys. This, that is so... Oh, God. It finally caught up with him. Just finally, finally... Well, of course fine, it would. Fine, of course fine. it would in this game. You played. You're, you're talking about playing the defending Super Bowl champs. Of course it caught up to them. Uh, it was nice. The Browns were three for three on fourth down. 
they're all yes they, they again they have a good touch with that i have come a long way on that with coach coach has got a good touch with that and and i i yeah that that i thought now granted granted there were a couple times where that was a, that was a baker sneak and i don't like that shit the, baker had Cameron, them stupid sleeves Cameron on Cameron Billman's <gasps> Cameron Billman on one of those like don't sneak the I knew they were going to do it too they're going to do it but i don't uh, like it what free agents do we all want okay this seems to be coming up from uh, Kevin Atkins as well Defense, defense. I don't have names. I'll get names on Friday. Defense, 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 and defense. And if you don't draft yeah. one, a really fast wide receiver. Really, 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 really fast. Well, that Bradley kid's fast that they kept on the uh, the futures squad, I saw that. whatever the hell that thing is. Did you see that? Yeah, he'll be, yeah. He's, Just fast. Someone really fast. Fast. Real fast. Fast. Fast, fast. We'll get you some names. Uh, I, I'll take this into account. I did not do names today. I've been reading, I've been listening to press conferences, rewatching, and reading articles all day, along with playing Mario Monopoly, which is great. Kevin Atkins, how about a ten-yard <laughs> penalty resulting in a first? Yeah, I I agree. Um, yeah, was another point in this game. There were so many moments in this game where the Browns had an opportunity to snatch. The game. I felt like he could snatch the game, and it just could not get it. And some of this is on the referees. That's what Kevin Atkins is talking about. On that one, that was a weird one. But like, there, the Browns had moments that were outside the referees that they could have won this game, and they just which couldn't one was do that? It. The penalty resulting in a first and eighteen. Which uh, about a ten yard penalty? There was, was a that? penalty in this game. I gotta look back in my notes as I know what he's referencing. There's a penalty in this game that was strange. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. But sorry, I'm forgetting that moment. No, I apologize. I can, um, well, like I said, fried, well, depressed. <laughs> Kevin, shoot us the information. I know. I, I remember the Vegas worn out. Way, but the referees. Yes, the helmet to helmet. Yes, there's some other ones. But my gosh, the Browns had opportunities to win this game, and they just could not, could not do it. Matt Bruni. And we've talked about this too before is that in these close games, you don't want don't do to that. allow the referees to, to, to have impact. The, the easiest way to avoid being angry at the refs is just win to game, win the game win and the game. do it right. Right. Hey, I, I, hey, oh, hey. I'm, but I will say this too. I am so tired of the refs jacking up so horribly in postseason play. I am just exhausted from it. Every year there is a play for the past probably four or five seasons at least in the playoffs that are just completely egregious misses by these refs. It's agree like it it go it maybe it goes back to this. Uh, there sh- why can't they challenge Well they the talked about that same last shows. You and, know, and, and, and by the way, fumbling, uh, fumbling to the end zone should be brought back to the 20 for the offense. That's been said on every show today, too. We'll say it here. Matt Bruning, I get rushing three against Mahomes. I don't get it against Henny. Matt, I'm more on you rush three against Mahomes and Henny. Why give Mahomes time? I don't think he blitz every down. I'm not saying he blitz every time, but it's like you got to blitz once in a while. You got to bring pressure. And that goes for Mahomes, too. Yeah, they don't maybe. pressure the, on this team, they don't blitz. They've not. Name blitz all year. Now I can blitz now. Well, it, yeah, it's it's almost like Woods was still in the in the mindset of having two edge rushers that we're gonna yeah, get it, there. Yeah, no it almost uh, yeah, it's almost like, like he thought he had Olivia Vernon and a healthy Garrett, and he didn't have EJ Scalata bringing up old memories. Do we trade up and get a quarterback? I know. Remember those talks? 
training up to get quarterbacks. You want to do that? To- yeah. Should we trade up? Should we trade up to get uh, Johnny Manziel? He had some, you know. Hi, everybody. Hi, Browns fans. Mayor Believeland here. We had our old good buddy, Johnny Football, chime in Johnny right Football. after the game was over with a meme of Stephen um, A. Smith smirking, sipping a straw after the game. And he got hammered, as he should. That guy needs to go the fuck away. Yeah. That is some of the Andy. biggest bull. He, I. Uh, Andy, the, the, the biggest, the biggest moment in Johnny Manziel's career in Cleveland was the homeless guy telling yeah. Haslam to draft him. Okay. Doesn't Johnny Manziel have like a flag football league that he's trying out for that he should be, you know, doing workouts for right now? Shouldn't he stay off of Twitter? Shouldn't, I mean, but, but did, has Johnny, did Johnny Manziel win 11 games with the Browns? Did Johnny, did Johnny Manziel get the Browns to the playoffs? No. Did Johnny Manziel win a playoff game in Cleveland for the Browns? Look, it didn't. It was really bad here. No. The last time Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel touched the football in the professional football league was actually in Kansas City. It, didn't, it did not go well. Don't you have an iPad to bang <laughs> off your head? Don't you? His last memories in Cleveland was him being escorted out of the building because he was too drunk in a meeting. Wow. Quote, unquote. Johnny Football, I would just stick in your lane, buddy. Yeah. I would not come back to Cleveland, dude. Sit at your mom and dad's house picking your sugar boogers and uh, enjoy your your privileged life that allows you to be so fucking oblivious to how ridiculously stupid you are. Sorry. Not sorry. Wow. Taking it out Uh, on everyone today. (laughs) um, All right. Let's get to some other things here. Let's do it. Um, we talked again. Let's just go through it now. Mayfield played well. The one interception was the big difference in this game. Higgins did have good numbers, even though he did not. He had that helmet to helmet play, which we all relived. I think we've, we've beaten that dead horse. Um, then Joku's, we said, played well. Peoples Jones had that one great catch. God, it was a sure flyer. Um, sure flyer down the sideline. And then Landry, as I said, he had seven catches, but he only had 20 yards. I mean, how's that? How's that even possible? I just don't. Just don't understand. Uh, just don't, just yeah. don't understand. It was a weird. It, that, that's about the weirdest stat line that you're ever going to see. Seven catches, Landry. 20 yards, 2-0. That's it. Chubb had mm-hmm. 13 for 69. Um, uh, Hunt barely touched it. And again, the thing that's just so obvious in these numbers, Jared, even with Baker's numbers in there, put in there for his three rushing attempts, they averaged five over five yards a carry. Run the ball more. I, 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 I. Don't know what else to say. I, I I think what's even more annoying though is that you've got the best running back tandem in the NFL, and they don't even make for an average of and 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 and, and Daryl Williams is is averaging more yards per carry in this game. Barely made a dent. Uh, Chubb after the game on the drops, yeah, for sure, it was tough. It didn't go my way at all. I can only learn from it. It happened. I'm just so mad at myself. Is that something I worked so hard on? End quote. To actually to, to, to work so hard on to improve was on catching the ball in the offseason. I love Nick Chubb. Um, Chubb caught four screen passes in Pittsburgh in the playoff game. So he did catch a lot of passes the day before and was, very, I mean, the game before was very hot. Uh, Chubb had one of those unfortunate moments where he dropped. I mean, those two drops. Well, again, really those, set, uh, set I know team. that, look, I know we're not, I know we don't have a problem with, with, with throwing the ball to Chubb. 
But those drops do remind me that Hunt is your that's your receiving yeah. back. That's your receiving back. That's the guy that, that you want to. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got far better receiving numbers. Again, this whole chump, chub, hunt matchup in this two-headed monster really never came to full-blown life like we thought it would. I don't know how to feel about that yet, but I will say that was, it feels like it's a mess. Not a huge miss, but it feels like it's a mess. Well, it's something that we've talked about that we haven't agreed with with Stefanski this entire season. Yeah. Um, and we can go all the way to the point of why not have both of them back there on the field at the same time sometimes. That's a lot of fun there. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of fun there. Yeah. Oh, painful, uh, Andy. It was painful. Um, As I mentioned, for top defensive line grades, Vincent Taylor rated the highest. Yep. Uh, Mac Wilson, he only played 11 snaps, but he got 91. Uh, Garrett, you know, I, I thought Garrett played, you know, we got him a bleak strain this game. He had a huge sack, as you brought up on the Instagram show. Um, yep. I thought Garrett really showed a lot of guts in this game. Uh, quote after the game is from, from Miles Garrett, quote, I think around early second quarter, I pulled my oblique. It definitely got worse. It hurt to pick up my feet and hurt to breathe. Mm. Um, end quote. I just think Garrett's one of our tough, tough dudes. And I can't state this enough. I know he gets triple teamed. Joe Woods, and I'll put Andrew Barry there too. And and put this a little bit on Barry. They have to get him help. Have to. It's across Kevin the Stefanski, uh, and this is related, reminded everyone today that he does not see any coaching changes in this offseason, which is, first of all, just as a Browns fan, that in itself is a fucking miracle of all miracles that we we just, they're all staying. All these coaches, everyone's coming back next year. So there's that. That said, Joe Woods. Joe is Joe Woods on notice? Yes, Jared. Yes, I think, I think so. I got so. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I know that this has been a strange season. I know that there have been injuries. I know that there are guys that they expected to be on the field that weren't. And I know that COVID really had an impact on this defense and on this team. All of that said. I didn't see any changes made in a way to play to the strengths that you had on the field or to make up for the losses or the the weak spots that you had on the field on defense. And because of that lack of ingenuity, of creativity, of thinking outside of the box, of just trying to do the same thing over and over again as if it was plug and play, which it clearly was not clearly was not that's why joe woods is on notice that's why talky talky aside i thought he improved this year this mm -hmm. defense really did not have that aha moment as we saw on offense with several other things there wasn't a moment and again i i was hard on him after this game and i'm glad as i felt this way he i thought joe woods shit the bed against lamar jackson in the Monday night football game I thought he had a hard time with that defense in that game, and I thought that reminded me of this game too. We could not stop or slow down Tyreek Hill or Kelsey to save our lives. Save our lives. And it's just very, very frustrating. And Stefanski needs to get his head in defense too. I think he really, really does. I think he needs to get his head on defense and not just think offense all the time. He is the head coach. That means special teams and defense. 
both sides of the ball have to improve. That's the big leap for this team. The offense is there. It's fine-tuning now. Right. You have got to make some leaps, though, on defense, <clears throat> and you got to make some leaps on special teams. Got to. Got. I mean, I don't I don't know. Got to. We talked about Stefanski's strange. I, I just thought the team had a strange tightness to the game. I don't know how you felt. Um, they got, as the game went on, after the missed field goal from Kansas City, that was when I, you could feel, here we go. And they made that charge. But it really took until that point in the game. Because even to start the second half, it was a strange thing. No, that, yeah, that, that three and out, again, it was. It was three and interception. It was that's bad. what it was. Thank you. It was, it was, again, painful to watch what happened at the end of the second quarter and then to see that happen. Although I will say this, again, Andy, in years past, the team would have completely folded. They never folded. They never folded. They never gave in. They never, you know, it. they hung in there. They should have won. They should have fucking won. But it, it, we could still walk away and say it's not the same old Browns. It's oh, not. no, that and on Friday, we're going to hit this home hard. Yeah, there's a lot of things. I just want to relive this game. I think it's important to because it, there is some things that were missed. And that was some things that were missed again. Very positive. The outlook is bright. Just as my sunglasses to protect the sun and protect these rights and the lights in this room. They're bright. But there are some things in this game that I don't want to be forgotten. And these no. are some of the things we're talking about here today. No. And, you know, you, I think I think, a bi- I think a big one, too, that you hit on. We need to see the two-headed monster of Chubb Hunt next year. I find it very interesting. Hunt said nothing after this game. Nothing. Um, nothing. Y- yep. Yep. Found it to be interesting. Dick. I, I would, I would be upset too. So not saying anything is probably the right thing for Hunt. But I, I would be upset as well. Um, I, oh. Andy, I told you after the game yesterday, I was way more sad than I really expected yep. to be. And I think it's because there were so many opportunities for the Browns to win this game and they just couldn't do it that I was just let down because, man, they were right there on the cusp of playing for the AFC championship. Right there. They were right there. Right. And they just couldn't get across the line. Yep. They just couldn't do it. EJ on Facebook, uh, any meetings in the offseason with Brad Pitt? Tweak his analytics a bit. I think I think we're gonna see some Terry Francona adjustments from Coach Stefanski. I really do. If the helmet down was called, do they get the touchdown? And make it a ten point swing, 24-22. Again, all that's true. Um, I will say this: the field goal kicker missed the extra point, and the, and he also missed the uh, the field goal. There's 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 things all over this game. I, I just have learned. I think they all kind of washed out. Browns. I I really go back to that. No, I I I, I honest to God, I think Browns. Uh, Browns get that penalty call. Browns score a touchdown. Browns take the lead. Browns don't let up. Don't give up the I'll, lead. I'll, Browns. Browns I, I win will, the game. Browns win the game on that call. Th- I, I, I will say this: that touchdown carried <laughs> over into halftime because the Browns and the three the three interception and did, did not left that 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 moment that moment hung like a cloud until the missed until the missed field goal from Kansas City. This is, um, that, this, Darryl, is, this is the play that he's talking yeah. about, I think. Um, holding on, Nick. Yeah, and then Patrick Mahomes, incomplete pass. Yeah, I mean, 
Yes, I, I do vaguely remember this. Um, here's here's the thing in this game with penalties like this that Kevin Atkins brings up and everything else. And what Jared brings up too, the, I'm making too light of it. The helmet-to-helmet helmet swung momentum into halftime and through the third quarter. So you're right. The Browns still had a chance to win this game. When Carl Joseph catches the interception, I thought we were going to win the game. Yep. I did. When I, saw, when I saw him backpedaling, I knew he was making the interception. Hey, hey, it was like a fair catch and base. It was like a, it was like a center field out. I out. knew it, and I thought, "Here we go. Here comes Baker. Let's do it." Uh. Damian, kind of off topic, but I, but maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was meant to be a bad outcome when Ward was on Kelsey. Yeah, I boy, I'll tell you what, Denzel Ward. I'll, I'll say some of this is on COVID. It very was. Love Denzel Ward. Got his ankles broke. Denzel Ward in his last two games, one COVID, one without, have not been good. And I love Denzel Ward. He stunk in Jersey. He stunk yesterday. It was bad. Denzel He'll be Ward all right, played though. awful. He'll be all right. We love him. He's a pro bowler. He'll be all right. His last two games right. were bad. <laughs> and one was not COVID and one was. So um, what I'll say couple other notes I just want to bring up that I think we'll get into more later on in the week. Uh, Alave is staying with Ohio State. Switching gears real quick. Alave staying with Ohio State. I think a tight end is also staying. I was going to say, the Browns um, have a kid named Alave on their team? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm just adding in some extra stuff to kind of make Purdue beat Indiana for the eighth straight time. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, picked up where J.R. Smith left off, throwing food in the locker room because they moved his locker and they did that because, well, he hasn't been playing and he's had his personal issues and he was moved down the line locker wise. And he threw a temper tantrum. This 20 year old kid who was what was wasn't he in Canfield driving around with a weapon? Something weird. Anyway, uh, it looks like the Cavs are going to try to trade him or they're going to cut him loose. Uh, very disappointing for such a talented young kid um, who really needs some growing up to do. And I don't. I, I hope he figures it out. I hope that he does well for himself. Um, but I think that he, until he recognizes that it's his own poor choices that have gotten him to where he is, he will not understand and uh, he won't get any better. So uh, hopefully that happens for him sooner rather than later. Wanted to throw that out there too. I, um, uh, okay. I think uh, this is going to surprise you. I think the Cavs need to really step back and think. As I think this hell, Kevin Porter Jr. has dug himself into this hole. All those things you said are right, and he needs to get himself mentally prepared. I understand that. However, I don't think the Cavs have handled this well either. And what I mean by that is like, he the, he comes back into the locker room and you move his locker. I, I will say, I, you can't throw food and you can't act like a jerk. And he did both. And he did I, th- both. I thought about that too. Andy, yeah, he's 20 it, years it, it, old. These are young I, kids. I, 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 I just I just think the Cavs, mm, I wasn't there. Jared wasn't there. So I don't know. I got to see that. Because if it's something like what I'm imagining, maybe it wasn't that bad. I'm laughing. Okay. Maybe it was bad. Maybe it really was like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. Like I don't know. I wasn't there. But we're not going to know. No one's going to talk. I, I I don't. I just 
I don't think this is being handled well. In the back of my mind, I thought about that. But then I also reminded myself that without some of the details, what I can address is the personal responsibility aspect of all of this. You can't. I think it's I just I think there's a lot of gray here more than black and white. There always is a lot. There's a lot of gray here. I just here's the thing. Again, Kevin Porter Jr. has not had a good offseason. Throwing food does not help. Done there. Right. All that to be said. I don't think cutting bait just after one food fight. If it's because of a food fight, I mean, that's why we're cutting them. I don't think that's why they're cutting them. I see. And that's why that article is being written the way it was. I'm like, well, we're not throwing, we're not getting around as a food fight. Because we've had J.R. Smith throw food and that didn't get, he didn't get, he wasn't gone. I just, I just think, I, I, I think it's more than that. This is dragging I, on. I don't I, think they're happy I, with any of the situation. I don't, I don't think, think that, I, I think the Cavs are looking for an out and I think they found their out. They might have. No, nah, I think that's what we got here. And and but then again, that goes to there's more here to this story that we don't under that we don't. I, I think know. there's I think there's a lot here to the story. To it, I'll just leave it there. Yeah. I, I just I just think. I just wanted to talk about something else depressing, Cleveland sports wise. That's all, Andy. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Oh I would love to talk about Purdue basketball anytime everybody's running. But but hey, Cleveland I, State. I do, hey, Cleveland State's nine and zero. In the horizon. I do want to go back to the Browns, though. Then we do a wrap up. But real quickly on this, Kevin Porter Jr., I just, if it's because of a food fight, this is wrong. If it's more than that, which it has to be, and there's something else here that we don't know about, there's more to this story with his rest, which has come out reportedly, especially there might have been some things that are very bad that he did. Now, that's a different story, and that I understand. Right. Now, that's the reason why you're getting rid of him. I'm down. If it's because of a food fight... No, I think it's. I think it's more than that. I think I think it's more that stuff we will find out. I mean, because those details will some of those yeah. legal details. Are I just think that I will one more time. I want to hear the whole story or more uh, of it. No, I don't want to hear about he got into a food fight. Kobe Altman and him are sharing mustard. I mean, okay. I mean, you know, I don't know. Cavs. He, he wanted Burtmans. Don't yeah, no stadium mustard. Don't fucking trade Drummond. No, we talked about that. Don't do it. Don't do, do it. Do not fucking trade Drummond. Now, back to the Browns. Really? Unless you want to talk about Purdue basketball. No, I want back to. No, no, no. no. Let's, to the let's go ahead and wallow in this a little bit longer if you want. Five, five more minutes. Okay. Hard out. Hard out. But okay. not a hard out, but, you know, just having fun. I. <laughs> took a proper step back to the game itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a wonderful opportunity the Browns had here. If you would have told me back in September, this is where they'd be. I wouldn't fucking believe it. Even at the end of November, I watching Kansas city. My God, the Browns are going to get blown. The doors blown off. They have come such a long way. And it shows you how special this team is because for them, Folks, they didn't even play their B game. I thought they played a C to D. And they still almost had it. They still almost had it. Normal, I, I just can't get over how talented, how well, and how much on they're on their way. This team is on their way. Again, this wasn't an A performance. Anything like, if they would have played their A performance and got lost, oh, you could have, oh, I would have. 
you would have had to wheel me in like on a, I would have been a straight jacket crazy. I would have lost my mind. If Baker Mayfield threw four touchdowns and like, you know, Kareem Hunt's like spinning, doing Statue of Liberty on the on a coyote, it, uh, I would have lost my mind. They didn't even play their B game. No. They played their C minus D plus. They did. And they almost won. Yep. They had a chance. Just think, no COVID, regular offseason. I mean, this team's got a lot of promise, a lot of hope. They they just got to fine-tune some stuff. They're there. We talk about it. The fact that this game did not play out anywhere near how anyone thought it was going to. I mean, we were talking about the take the over, 57 points. If anyone listened to me, I said parlay it with the Browns win. Sorry. <laughs> it's not official gambling advice. So, whatever. By the way, you would have won the under. Um, Browns cover. Browns cover. Yeah, the Browns did cover. There was that. Uh the game it was wonky from the start it was wonky all the way to the end uh and it's just gonna sit weird with me for the next handful of months and it's gonna sit weird with this team for the next handful of months until they get back out onto the field i know just because of how this game went it is gonna stew for everyone it's gonna sit in that stomach it is going to Damien, usually if you turn over the ball more than one time on Kansas City, you're b- b- bound to get the blows door. And that's my point, yeah. Damien. They should have gotten, they should have lost by 20 plus. How they kept this game, it was this team has a Houdini like presence. It is just unbelievable. Because like you just can't get over. It's like, I don't know how the fuck we're in this game, but we're in this game. Yeah, we're still in it. Even we're when the even, Andy, even when they were down nineteen three, I thought no, 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 no. They're they're gonna as soon as the gonna, kid missed the kick for Kansas City, my game on. Yeah, that was all we needed. Game on. <sighs> a great, great. Hey, I'll end on this for you. Wrap. Yep. Never forget Pittsburgh. We'll talk about this a lot on Friday. That game <laughs> was wonderful and still is wonderful. Ask Chase Claypool. Just want to give a uh, shout out to the MLO bros for having Andy and I on yesterday pregame at two o'clock. We did that show with the MLO bros. Uh, everyone here in Northeast Ohio in the Youngstown area knows them and loves them. Luke and Isaac, great stuff. Appreciate you both. Appreciate everyone and appreciate EJ Scalota for setting that all up and, uh, and, and making that connection between us all. Um, Really grateful for that and really looking forward to working more, especially uh, with a lot of these local businesses throughout Northeast Ohio. Um, I really enjoy that. It's another great part of, of moving home is uh, being able to, to work with local, local businesses and uh, small businesses because I genuinely care about this area and the the small business community here. Uh, we are brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also, coming soon to Evergreen Podcast. You can find the podcast, uh, us doing the show live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and beyond, or on Twitter at CLE and beyond at CLE and beyond. You can shoot us an email, Andy and Jared at gmail.com. That's J A R I D. And after every Cleveland sports game, well, almost all of them, uh, <laughs> no more Browns games. I'll be there Wednesday, but Andy will be there after the Nets. Cavs. And, uh, that's on our Instagram page at official Cleveland sports. Uh, 
Jump on Instagram, follow the page at Official Cleveland Sports. It's a community of more than 150,000 Cleveland sports fans. There, cheering, commenting. We're going back and forth with with those folks uh, after the games. Um, you don't want to miss out on that community. It's a it's a big it's 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 about as big a group a collection of on social media of Cleveland sports fans that you're going to find. And not just old, not just old dudes. No, 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 young, no. very young, young demographic. Well, Instagram, men. young demographic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, young young yeah. women, young men. It's Everybody's great. It's a there. fun. It's a fun. It's a fun site. So uh, check that out at official Cleveland Sports, and uh, I think that's it. I think I said everything. Andy, final thoughts, brother. Great run. Friday we'll do the celebratory Browns year. Give everybody hugs. Favorite Claypool meltdowns on social media. Favorite, you know, favorite moments of the year. We will do that. We will definitely do a season review that Jerry will not be hiding from this year. We will not do that on Friday. We'll do that later on. But what a great run. It sucks because there are so many great opportunities in this game. Again, though, um, there, there are some things to remember. I believe in Stefanski, and my God, do I believe in Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And for that season to end on that note, we'll be okay. Um, it, it, will, it, it will be okay. I'm glad you hit on that last thing because we really didn't talk about it much today. We've talked about it in previous podcasts. We were hoping that we would know by the end of the season whether we had ourselves a franchise quarterback. I believe that Kevin Stefanski tried to poo-poo around that question today too. Uh, he just said something about not liking the franchise. Look, bottom line is Baker's the franchise quarterback. He's going to be here for a while. So Stefanski, we're good to go, brother. Browns football will be fun to watch for at least the next three or four years, if not way more. Let's hope for a dynasty like they had over there in New England. Let's hope for something like that because, man, the city of Cleveland deserves a good run out of this team. Damien, at least we were able to keep it PG tonight. That's right, motherfucker! Who kept it? No, we fucking didn't. (laughs) Fuck you, Damien. Fuck you. We're going to get on all of our... Bullshit language right now. <laughs> Fuck you. Saying we're keeping it PG. We're gonna bring this show down, asshole. Andy can't help it. Andy has to get the curse words out. It's a must. I yeah. do. I do too. I, who am I? I'm, 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 I'm not judging. Are you fucking kidding Fuck me? Fuck it. Damien, why the fuck did you say that? All right, we're leaving. I'm getting. I'm, no, I'm, I'm I fucking got more. No, shit you're to done. Say. No, you're done. No, you fucking don't. Purdue has beaten Indiana. Bye, folks. Go Browns! Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at C-L-E and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minter Dial, a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning, or have never even heard of paddle, or padel, as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. 
In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with the Pro Tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos!